I'm Tanner Johnson. And I'm Jack Dodgen. We're from the Eastside Church of Christ. Teen life can be difficult to navigate. New emotions, experiences, pressures, and challenges shape what we understand about our identity. It's almost like navigating a maze. Twists, turns, dead ends. Uh, The race can be both exhilarating and terrifying. At Through the Maze Podcast, we believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we put our trust in him, we can navigate the maze and build our identity based on who he says we are. And in the end, find life and life to the fullest. Thank you for walking alongside us today. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we're here talking a uh, little bit about language today, about uh, you know the words that we choose to use. Um, got got Jack here. Hello, man. Talking about it. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Doing okay. Yeah, doing okay. Well, um, we're gonna talk about language use. The first thing that came to my mind was uh, there's this Avengers two. I don't know if you've seen yes. that one. If you, of course, you know into the Marvel. Thing deep in that universe, but um, I think it was the second Avengers movie where they had this big fight scene at the beginning, and I don't know who, I can't remember who it was, but someone says a bad word somewhere, and Captain America, you know, shouts out, hey, language, watch your language, and he gets mocked mercilessly for a little yes. bit, and uh, to the point where he actually apologizes, and I think uh, I think it's kind of, it's it's a funny, goofy scene. I think, but, I think towards the end, they get him to say a word or something like that and yeah. so it comes full circle where full circle. Hey, we got yeah we got the good guy to yeah okay. so yeah the, the goody two shoes yeah. yeah he you got him to say the bad word you know um but uh yeah it kind of I, I don't know if that says something about where people are as far as language goes it doesn't yeah. it doesn't seem like a yeah. big deal sometimes or it's uh like if, if you're the one who calls it out you're you're the one that gets in trouble but yeah um but as we're going to talk about today, the the words that we use, the things that we choose to say, is is extremely important. Uh, the, the way that we, I mean, it, it has something to do with our example that mm-hmm. we put out there in the world, and uh, it has the way that we're perceived as Christians, you know, things like that. Um, one of the most common reasons that psychologists say that teens will use bad language is to express like a higher degree of maturity, right? Like, um, I'll seem more grown up if I use. You know, grown-up words. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll uh, you know if I if I say the the bad stuff, you know, I I'll seem like I'm more mature. Uh, other reasons are, are a little bit deeper than that, as far as like a you know we could use bad language if you're angry, uh, you're angry about the way something's going in life, uh, unhappy about the way, uh, well, you're unhappy about what's perceived as unfair treatments or rejection, disappointments, things like that. Um, it's also, I mean, to some extent, there's a little bit of a natural um, part of it where it might be because of, you know, heightened hormones that cause stress, depression, or, or sometimes even trouble at home yeah. uh, can cause something like that. Uh, sometimes stubbing your toe on a coffee table or, like, uh, slamming your finger in a door, you know, that that's yes. a, a cause from time to time. Sometimes, it, you know, there's those things that, golly gee, that hurts, just doesn't seem to fit, you right. know, the <laughs> the feeling yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. is deep within you, right? Um but I know that uh, this this may be a struggle for some people, uh, you know, because sometimes it's just, you know, you, you have a hard time controlling yourself in that way. But uh, for those that have, 
trouble and need to find something to replace those words. I got a short video. Uh, you may you may have seen this or heard this before, but it's uh, well, I mean, I say video. Obviously, we're audio only, so you'll just get yeah, to hear we'll the words of this. It. But we'll watch it. And if you, it's uh, but this is this is uh, some alternative cuss words for Christians. Uh, this is Tim Hawkins, a pretty funny Christian comedian that we have here. So I think it's time we had some Christian cuss words. I don't think it's. Some of you are going with me, and some of you aren't going with me on this one. Trust me, some Christian alternative cuss words that we could use when we needed them, and everything would be okay, because we knew it had the holy stamp of approval. So a while back, I put out a Facebook post asking people for ideas of Christian cuss words. I got over uh, 10,000 responses from you freaks. Now, none of these is for me. You can't put it on me. Over 10,000 from you bozos. It took me two weeks to go through them, and I, and I whittled it down to about 100 or so Christian alternative cuss words that you could use. I haven't memorized it yet, but I'd like to recite it for you right now. So Christians, just take these and uh, cuss up a storm. <laughs> Listen up. Here we go. Shucks, rats, gadzooks, shizzle, toot. I guess it's Spanish for crap. I don't know. Crapola. You almost have been crapola. <laughs> or it's the worst crayon color ever. <laughs> hey, who's got the crapola over here? Try to draw a tree trunk. I need to stop taking my crapola. Holy moly, holy stinking moly, holy guacamole, holy mackerel, holy cow, holy smokes, holy buckets, buckethead, turd. <laughs> you like turd, don't you, sir? You're going to be using you some turd. <laughs> Fiddlesticks, fiddle faddle flipping. Horse hockey, horse pucket. Horse feathers, horse patootie. Fooey, bull twinkie, shut the front door. Criminently, cripes! Good gravy, good grief! Great googly moogly. Great Caesar's ghost! H E double hockey sticks. Bleep! <laughs> That's all it says! Bleep! Ah, what the bleep! Hot toot! Oh, that guy bleeped and he tooted. Wow. He is mad. <laughs> Is one bleeping tootin' turd <laughs> Son of a biscuit, son of a biscuit eater, son of a Baptist preacher, son of a bacon bit, son of a nutcracker, son of a motherless goat. <laughs> That's not even possible. That is not biologically possible. Where's your mother? Anna! All right, we'll cut it off there. I mean, we have after the you know the the solid uh, three amigos reference to that. I don't know. That's where the son of a motherless goat thing comes from, I, I believe. Uh, uh, because yeah, comment your favorite yeah. alternative word book. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, you, there's there's a he keeps going. He's got a long list, of, so make sure you look it's up like, uh, alternative customers like Yeah, that's so. a, like, it just keeps on going and going. Uh, like uh, I don't know. That's so. 
maybe some of your favorites. I know that Flippin's one that I've used many times. You, uh, you know, it's just, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to have something. There's a strong emotion that comes sometimes that you just, uh, you know, regular. I've definitely been a crapola light guy on the <laughs> Crapola light. Uh, yeah, the crapola light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's definitely, you know, uh, you got to there's some type of outlet you need there. But um, so getting into some of the, uh, the stats about this, one of the most uh, recent studies that, uh, I was able to find show that about 46% of uh, the people surveyed in the study, 13 to 17 year olds, used profanity several times a week uh, or daily even. Uh, Timothy Jay, he's one of the leading scholars on cursing in the U.S. He's the author of books Why We Curse and Cursing in America. He estimates that the average adolescent may curse 80 to 90 times a day. Um, I I don't think that that might that may not exist with much of our audience. I'm I'm assuming. I mean, maybe not. And this isn't a judgment thing, but, um, you know, that, that seems a little excessive to me. Uh, but, uh, you I'm know, impressed a guy wrote two books on this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of words, you know, maybe okay, just, yeah, maybe like, just... uh, just, I think there's like a whole Netflix series on curse words. I don't know. I can't recommend it. Maybe I shouldn't wow. even say it on yeah, here, but cause I'm sure it's like, uh, something different, but anyway, <laughs> um, so don't listen to me whenever I talk uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> but there, there's short <laughs> yeah, the very short podcast. Yeah, um, so there, uh, there have been some studies and claims that swearing actually releases some endorphins that help with stress or pain. Like if you think about cursing when you stub your toe, hit your thumb with a hammer. You know, I can only think of cartoon examples, I guess. Uh, but um, <laughs> fall off a cliff, yeah, you fall run off. into a wall that That's was right. painted to look like an actual tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So when. <laughs> Yeah, when those things happen, you know, there's just, uh, there's that sudden, uh, you know, there's this, there's some stress, there's some pain that comes with that, that, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah. You, you, there's a strong feeling that needs, that some kind of warrants a strong response sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but ever, but, um, however, from that, uh, serial swears, I didn't even know that was a term, but, uh, this is people that curse up to 60 times per day or more, uh, found that. No pain or stress. They found no pain or stress relief from swearing, because they've kind of become desensitized to the effects. Okay, so I mean, I I kind of see that as putting it into a category with things like drugs, alcohol, pornography, things that we use to cope with pain or stress or issues. Right? Like, like at first it's like, wow, I said that word and it really gave me some relief whenever I was in uh, I was in pain there or whenever I was dealing with um, anger towards somebody else. I use this and. Uh, it seemed to bring some type of relief, but then, you know, over and over and over again, using it, it's something that you become desensitized to. So it's, it's a cover for the pain that's actually yeah. going on yeah. that needs to be dealt with, right? Um, uh, in other research, uh, there's kind of this very real sense that swearing is, it's associated with the same part of the brain that you have, like, motor activity. Uh, so it has a strong emotional content to it. Like saying or hearing swear words elicits a strong reaction in a different area of the brain than just other plain language, right? Maybe that has something to do with like the way that society views certain words, you know, like something that, you know, used used to be a bad word, may not be seen as a bad word now, but sure. you know, there's so there's certain certain things that people say or words people use that have a really strong impact and um, because it's it's different. It's rude, nasty, it's vulgar, uh, in certain ways, but um, that's why if you have a friend or a family member that curses at <laughs> curses at you or like cusses you out something like that or even just says not even just bad words but over the top rude nasty things it, it leaves a stronger 
memory and impact on your life, right? Um, so as to kind of wrap up the research side of it, there's there are some studies that conclude that there could be a correlation between hearing and using profanity in video games, movies, uh, and aggressive behaviors in teenagers. So so the more that you hear this stuff and you're taking it in, um, it it's kind of there's been correlations found between that and just aggression mm. in, in teens. So uh, those are some interesting stats. Any any uh, responses to any of those you heard, like off the top of your None that I can say out loud. <laughs> None uh, that you can say out loud. Of, I mean, you could have a Tim Hawkins translation. Yeah. Of, no, like, the, uh, the those are flipping thing, bad. The endorphin um, thing makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and it's that's how they, mm. anything that gives you any sort of endorphin rush is not, uh, it, it can be abused to the point where mm it has literally no effect on you anymore. It's how yeah. they design your phone games if you play those things. Mm-hmm. There's the, uh, you can't do anything for you know another five minutes or 10 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever. That is literally designed to make you feel, oh, I need to, I need to go back. Five minutes, yeah. I can go back. Mm. After a while, you start to get super desensitized yeah. to that. And that's not just drugs and alcohol. That is... Right. Soda, candy, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. all of these things. It's an any, so any spectrum like of those right. things uh, that brings you some amount of uh, rush or whatever. Will I mean? It, it makes sense yeah. that this falls into that category, right? Yes. Right. Um, and so, as as we get into the scripture, um, uh, I wanted to look at uh, a verse that that is supposed to make us think about the words that we're using, right? It's, it's supposed to make us think about what we talked about. So, so Jesus is giving a sermon. This is Luke chapter six. And so it it sounds a lot alike, but uh, it's technically referred to as the sermon on the plane. So, you know, we don't know we're, we're out of the sermon on the moon. But anyway, so um, it's, it's very similar teachings. um, But uh, we get to Luke chapter six, 43 through 45. And it says, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. Uh, People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And that, I mean, all that together is important, but it it all leads into the the last sentence there that I kind of wanted to focus on that for. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Right. So, um... It, it needs to direct us to think about the words that we're using because it, it indicates something, right? It, it should be, I mean, it could be a red flag in a way, you know, it's, it's kind of that check engine light pops up, you know, yeah. there, there's something inside that, you know, may need to be dealt with. So, because what overflows is what you've been harboring inside, right? Um, like if you went with the stub toe example, you know, that's the emotions and the pain. It fills up really, really fast. You know, it's just like, ouch, womb. And then over out, out the mouth, you know, you say, you know, that flipping hurt, you know, like holy crapola, yeah. you know, yeah. um, it's, that's what, that's what happens. You know, um, it just fills up really, really fast and over overflows. So, um, but, uh, if, if you're using profane or vulgar language more often, there's probably something under, there's some type of underlying problem that you need, that you might need to address. Right. Um, you you should be able to use it as you could also use it as an indicator to know you know hey maybe my friend's going through something like if you have a friend that you know they've just recently started using more vulgar language than usual maybe there's something going on with them as well um so uh you know we we've already we addressed in the stats side of this that um there could be things going on at school or at home maybe in a relationship that you're going through 
um, that are causing stress, anger, depression, things like that. And so uh, if you if you've noticed in yourself that you've been using this language more often, more recently, um, when you didn't have a problem before, it's probably worthwhile to take some inventory on on what's been going on, you know, and find yeah. find someone you trust to discuss it, you know. Um, you know, we talked about how it, it kind of has that feeling of being like a drug. You have this temporary relief, but you start to depend on it. Uh, you might have gotten to the point where you don't even notice that um, that you're using it or, the, or you don't realize the impact that it has when you use it at the same time. So, yeah. Um, like, uh, I've, I've, I've talked about this topic before, just like, you know, what's been stored up in your heart. And I tried to, I, I tried to use an example. I had, I had a bunch of the kids just talk about, um, let, let's think about the absolute worst day that, that you could have, right? What, what would that look like? What would, what would happen? And, you know, uh, it started off, you know, we wake up in the morning, like what, what could go wrong? Well, uh, maybe you slept through your alarm right now. You're running late. You're behind schedule. Uh, maybe like your, your sibling is taking too long in the bathroom, you know, like they, they beat you there. And so now you can't get in there. Uh, now you're running late, you're driving to school and then, uh, you, you hit a turtle and you're really sad about that, you know, really upset. Yeah. Uh, maybe you get a flat tire on the way and the because of the turtle, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like one of those Mario turtles with the spikes on yeah, the shells, you know, uh, um, that's right. <laughs> uh, at least you were in first until that point. That's right. But, um, but, uh, you, you know, you get the flat tire, forget your homework. Um, you know, you get to school and someone makes fun of you or like you realize that your shirt's inside out. Um, maybe, uh, head back home, get another flat tire on the way back. Uh, you know, all this, all this really, really awful stuff goes on throughout the day. It's like kind of, I tried to get them to build that up and just think about the stress that must be going on. And then I asked someone to, uh, give me an example of something their sibling did that really upsets them, makes, you know, just kind of like, um, really annoys them. And, you know, I think I got a really weird example. I think it was like one of the, one of the girls said that like her brother asks for her to mess with her hair, what mess with his hair or put it up. Something. It was really weird. weird um, yeah. But obviously it was something that annoyed her. So she, at least she recognized it Fair as enough. something weird as well. And so, I mean, <laughs> you think about, you think about going through that day and bad thing after bad thing happens. And, you know, you just have all this, you know, stressful stuff, this anger that builds up this, what could go wrong now? All this, all this bad stuff just builds and builds and builds, and then you, you know, you get home that day, and they say, "Hey, can you come mess with my hair? Do all this stuff?" And you're like, "I don't give a flip about your crummy hair," you know? Yeah. Like, like obviously, like maybe the words are worse, but, but you know, because of all this stuff that's been just building and building and building throughout the day, um, you have you have the overflow of what you've been harboring within you just explodes in a moment, like it hits that trigger. And boom, you know, you, you explode all these things that have just been overflowing uh, from your heart. And, um, and, I, and I think about, you know, how might that sequence of, sequence of events have been different, you know, if you just add, okay, I got a flat tire, I'm going to stop to pray for a second that, and God, give me the patience to get through this, maybe find some perspective, maybe... Uh, reframe, reframe the problem, yeah. you know, um, maybe find a way to laugh at the problems, you know, um, like, I don't know, making fun of your brother or sister for being in the bathroom too long, I don't know, somewhere, something goofy, sure, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> just uh, trying to find ways to reframe that within the day instead of just letting things build, letting things keep going, you know. 
Um, so, and, and that's just an example of a bad day, you know. Um, maybe, you know, we think about it could be something that's been building day after day after day, dealing yeah. with, maybe dealing with uh, struggling to understand the subject in school, right? Sure. Like you have the math assignment and you just can't get it. You just can't get it. And so maybe that leads to there's bad grades that you're hiding from your parents, you know. Like I, once they see this report card, you know, I'm going to be grounded for a month, you know. Like that's like thinking about all that, just the stress that has been you're just hiding it. You're just taking it okay. in and, and holding it all yourself, you know. Um, maybe, like, you're not starting on the sports team and you've been trying really hard. You've been putting in the extra effort, the extra hours, and it's just hasn't seemed to be fruitful, you know. Uh, having trouble at home. Uh, things are going going poorly there, and you you don't know where you can go as an outlet. You yeah. Know? Um, maybe you're feeling rejected by someone you like. You know, you've got your, your interest at school that, you, you know, can't get them to pay attention to you and you're just re- you feel rejected and now there's there's really there's these deep things that can affect us over time that if we don't deal with they overflow into hurtful and harmful things mm-hmm. right um, they come out as you know calling people you know cotton-headed ninny muggins you know and really you know that's a, that's a yeah that, that's a Elf reference for you guys out there. Check that one out around Christmas time. Um, but, uh, you know, the idea is that we, we take in all this stuff and it, it overflows. And it can overflow in hurtful ways that we don't often mean. You know, like right. it, it can be something that uh, I, I didn't think it would go off that way. Uh, there, there's an, another thought that kind of came to my mind as thinking about words and um, thinking about how they're powerful, how they have an effect and how they do things. Um, and that they're really an indicator of what we're full of. And so the question that came to mind is like, what words came from God's mouth? You know, uh, we look back at scripture and the very beginning of it is, uh, let there be light. Uh, mm-hmm. think about words of Jesus on the cross. It is finished. You know, that's really a, a cool image that goes there. Um, maybe throughout old Testament, you hear like, I will make a covenant with you. Uh, I, like there's these promises that God makes and he follows through with them. And so, so the words that God shares are full of life and justice and goodness and the things that he has to say is trustworthy and true. And so if, if words are this direct representation of what's stored up within us, uh, the words, the words that God say, it, it has something very important to say about who he is. Right. I mean, Jesus is even called yeah. the word, uh, in yeah. John's gospel and, uh, yeah. some other places, but just yeah. that idea of, here, here is who God is in the flesh, mm-hmm. and yeah. word is the way right. that we want to describe this this individual. Uh, mm-hmm. It just shows how important all of that stuff is. Yeah. Uh, the things that we say show who we are, shows mm-hmm. who God is, and we see that in Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we see that in Jesus, and, uh, like, that God just, he speaks, and life happens, and he speaks, and what was broken is fixed, and uh, he speaks, and there's all this like this uh, beauty and goodness flows from it. And um, as being made in his image, you know, we're supposed to reflect those qualities in our lives too. Like what we are is supposed to be that. And then when we are that and we're full of that, that's when it overflows out into everything. Right. Um, And so like, that's where we would start in, in talking about even our practical section here is where, you know, 
start off, you know, you have a struggle with the language you're using. If you're struggling with being mean to other people and you don't know what's going on, start by building a positive attitude in your heart. Let let that positivity overflow. Uh, There's a scripture I'm going to get to in a minute that talks about some of that too, about uh, all these things that are good. Think about those things, right? Uh, Building this positive attitude. And that, that starts in that starts in prayer that starts in reading scripture that starts with just uh, thinking about what you're grateful for Mm -hmm. it building this positive attitude makes you better (laughs) you know uh all around makes you a better person and and you i think you find less need for being vulgar and you find less need for lashing out at people whenever you just have built this positive attitude within yourself right um because when when you're feeling bad about how things are going you you kind of treat people bad. Um, so uh, maybe another another practical thing is uh, find a better outlet uh, than the negative words. I mean, um, a better outlet might be finding a friend to vent to. <laughs> um, yeah. Finding, finding better positive words to express your feelings. Instead of calling someone an idiot or a moron, you say, like, I really don't like how so-and-so does this. And maybe say, like... Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of annoying sometimes, you know. You can express those things, and you can say those yeah. things because they're they're true and they're how you feel, and you shouldn't just pretend like you don't think that. Um, I mean, obviously, you want to be nice and kind, but sometimes you just got to express how you feel. And you can use more positive, more mature words to say, hey, that guy is a dingleberry, right? Um, so I'm trying. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's... There's better ways of expressing your feelings that are more mature than mm-hmm. using bad language, right? Um, and so finding a better outlet's important, and maybe that that comes with talking to somebody about you know what's going on in your life or how somebody is making you upset or mad or whatever that is. So um, now if it's if it's gotten to the point of cursing casually, which is basically you know you're doing it the eighty to ninety times a day. Um, and you're just kind of looking to break the habit because maybe maybe there was something at the core of it way back that you don't even realize that it's just kind of gone on and you've kind of let it get out of hands and maybe you don't even think about the, what started it. But, you know, you're, you're dealing with this. Um, WikiHouse has some great suggestions on ways to break. <laughs> just break yeah. a habit that's yeah. just left over. You know, sometimes it's just it's from, from something there. Um, firstly is to identify triggers. Uh, you have, you know, whether that's your stress, whether that's your anger, conflict, pain, whatever it is that causes uh, you. Yeah, people. To use that the that. people you're around yeah. uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, the people that you're around. You know, it could just be, you know, maybe the, the friends that you have are into that kind of stuff. And they, you're all just trying to be out, out mature each other. Uh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, like, we're all so cool, you know, because we say the words you're not supposed to say. Um, but, uh, yeah, so think about, think about what's triggering you and doing that. So uh, there's the rubber band technique. Which is yep. is fun. Uh, wear a rubber band anytime you you curse or use bad words. Just snap it on your wrist right there. Um, uh, that way, you the idea behind it is you start to kind of associate cursing with pain instead yeah. of cursing with pleasure and over right. and uh, coping with something. Um, like I guess unless your trigger is pain, I don't know. Like you're just in an ev- endless cycle, en- endless of snapping, and <laughs> yes, cursing, yeah. yeah, snapping, and I think I think oh snap is also like one of the alternative yeah, passwords for Christians. So you just you're just sitting there hitting yourself with a rubber band, saying oh snap, oh snap, and then people look at you like you're crazy, and you never make friends again. Um, <laughs> 
when I looked at the WikiHow thing on this, which WikiHow is really funny. If you ever oh, yeah. want to look for some some good stuff, it, like the pictures that go along with them are yep. great. But it also talks about you know even within the rubber band technique to have a friend for accountability, so that like if they hear you cuss, they can come snap your rubber band for there you. you. Go. Yeah. yeah, so I I don't know. <laughs> they they might be like they may try to coax you into saying bad words at that point though, so that they can snap you with a rubber band. But if they were trying to do that, I don't think it would stop them anyway. Um, That's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, maybe a, a more serious one is uh, try to avoid explicit media. Uh, we talked about how um, teens that engaged in, you know, cursing online or they heard music or media that has it, they're more likely to have kind of an aggressive behavior. Um, maybe more likely to do it yourself if you become more... It's the yeah, along it, the lines of... Yeah, sorry. If it becomes casual around you, then yeah. you're just going to start saying those things, too. Yeah. Just music, movies, whatever it might be. Mm. That's, that's how that's going to work. So, oh, Or, the yeah. peop, again, the people around you. If everybody else is just saying it, then it's going to be really easy for you, for it to kind of bleed into how you speak. So Yeah, it's just it's a kind of part of the culture at that point, and yeah. you're, you're just all within it. Uh, this one was this one was interesting. Uh, <laughs> like this is what Wiki have put is to pretend your grandma's within earshot. Um, so unless your grandma's the one who taught you to mm-hmm. curse, I guess mm-hmm. if she's the one that's My grandma doing... was a pirate. There's a so it goes with it goes with this, but also the explicit media stuff you just posted um, at uh, another church I visited. They have a picture of one of the elders on the wall, mm-hmm. and he's a much older elder. Uh, next to the stereo thing for mm. playing music and mm. said, before you play anything, imagine <laughs> this elder was yeah. here in the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just pretend that, yeah, you're going to get in a lot of trouble if you do this. Yeah. That's right. Um, whoever, whoever you think would be the most angry at you for, for cursing, pretend that they're right there. Um, <laughs> um, like, just pretend Jesus is with you always. That's probably a good, like yeah, said. that's probably a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anyway, so yeah, that, that's that one. Um, this is off the wiki house, so maybe, if, I don't know if you want to take this one more seriously or not, but anyway, those those are serious um, suggestions, though, even though we make light of it and kind of yeah. joke. Those, those are some serious things, you know, try to put things in, put things in the way of you yeah. doing the behavior you want to try to stop. Um, so, uh, but this is on the other side, maybe a more proactive than just trying to cut it out. It's actively try to speak positively to people. Um, try, try to give compliments, try to say, try to, try to say good things, you know, put, put good things out of there. Um, I think there's a thing with giving compliments where we're like nervous or we're afraid that people are going to feel really awkward if you say something nice to yeah, them, yeah. which is we That says something about our society and our culture. I think that people like, oh man, like I'm going to feel, it's going to be, people are going to wonder what's wrong with me if I give them a compliment. You know, like, what is going on with you? Oh, like, he likes her. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's, that's right. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, sitting in All a tree. Like yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we, we don't promote that on this program. Uh, just kidding. Um, Say sitting, nice in, sitting in trees and doing that. <laughs> yeah. We don't promote that. Yeah, no. um, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, giving compliments. Yeah, like, um, people fear, people are are afraid that people are going to feel awkward, but people like being complimented more than we realize yes. often. Uh, like most most research will will show, like there's there's really good things that happen whenever you hear somebody give you praise or say something good about you. I mean, and, and that I mean it makes sense. I mean that's kind of self evident too. If you get complimented, you might think, oh man, that person was really awkward when they said that to me. But you're also <laughs> like, 
you know what, I do look good today. You know, like, that's yeah. nice. You know, so there's a good feeling that comes from it. So even if you are awkward like me, uh, you should say nice things to people. And um, it, it just, it's, it's about your mindset and what you're trying to put out uh, into the world, right? It, and it, it should say something about what you're storing up for yourself. You know, you, you are storing yourself good thoughts about other people. You know, you're thinking... You know what? It would be nice of me to say something nice to them, and you're, yeah. you're thinking positively. You're you're you are working to produce good fruit. Uh, you're yeah. trying to put yourself in the right place to do right things whenever you're in the right mindset. So, um, so as we kind of come to uh, come to the close here, I wanted to read from Philippians chapter four, verse eight, because it it sums up what I mean. Paul is going to be talking about the same type of idea and that's that's what you're filling yourself with and what what you were full of the, the mouth is going to speak so uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 says finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admir- admirable uh, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things uh, one of the most powerful things you have to share in this world is your word um, no one no one can take your words away from you nobody can Nobody can make you stop. And I, I mean, I guess there's ways, but um, <laughs> that's another subject. Uh, words bring meaning. Words bring value. Uh, words can also tear down and devalue. Uh, but if your life is full of what is true, what is right, what is admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy, those are the things you're going to produce. Those are the things you're going to talk about. Those are the things you're going to share with others. That's the things you are going. That is what you are going to give if that's what you're full of. Um, the world was created with words. We talked about that. Jesus was the word, as Jack mentioned earlier. Um, what you have to say is extremely valuable. Uh, it's going to make a difference whichever way you decide to use it, right? Um, it's valuable in that if you say positive things, it's going to do positive things. If you use it for negative things, it's going to produce negative things in the world. Uh, the challenge is to hand over the anger, the stress, the depression, and the struggles that fill your life with the toxicity that comes out of you and destroys what's around you. If you're reflecting Christ and are full of his love and life, your words can bring life and love to everyone you speak to. So that's kind of the thoughts for today. Uh, any any closing? Just a compliment. Great job. Just, okay, yeah, job. thank you, thank you. I really do appreciate that. It was a little bit awkward, but thank you. I did do <laughs> that's a great right. job. <laughs> I did do a great job today. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, so if uh, you know somebody who can't uh, control their flipping mouth, uh, you can share this. <laughs> you can share this podcast with them. You know, um, we, uh, uh, if, if it's a struggle that, you know, someone's dealing with, uh, share it with them. Um, make sure to like if you want to. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, it's at the Maze Podcast. So you can come and check us out, see what we're doing there. Um, make sure you, you leave some comments, talk about how you deal with these things, and uh, compliment that, somebody. Compliment somebody, yeah. Compliment somebody and um, hit yourself with a rubber band if you say something bad. Yeah. Uh, just kidding, yeah, but <laughs> but more compliment somebody. Correct. That's a better message to end on for sure. All right. Okay. Well, as, in order to quit rambling, that's a wrap. We'll see you later. See ya. Yeah. on the Through the Maze podcast. This is the part where we navigate team life together. Subscribe and like this podcast, share it with friends, leave a comment about your experience dealing with the issues we talked about. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We'd love to see you share what has worked for you and what hasn't worked. What are your stories about dealing with today's topic? 
It's also an opportunity to share a word of encouragement as we try to understand where Christ is leading us as we navigate through the maze.